0: We got the fuel, we got the fire, but did we get that which we desire? We're off to Never Never Land next on Over Under Fair. gentlemen, how is everybody today?
1: Cranky and tired.
0: Cranky and tired?
1: I'm exceptional. Okay. What better re- what better mood to talk about the town?
0: Yeah, exactly. Cranky and tired. So, hello everyone. I am Lacey McGraw. Welcome to Over Under Fair. I am joined uh, by our usual cast of... I
1: Characters?
2: I don't know what the hell you guys miscreants, are.
0: Miscreants? Miscreants. Drumming their way in to the to the show to the intro.
1: Yeah, peek behind the curtain. We were all
3: air drumming yeah. that intro.
0: Everybody was air drumming. Everybody air drumming. <laughs> to my right is Mr. Dave Roldan, as usual. How what's are good?
3: You? What's good? I'm good. I'm good. That's what's good.
0: Sitting directly across from me, Jason Pinkham. How you doing?
3: Again, tired and cranky.
0: Tired and cranky. Just, Jace, Jason's apparently just here to air drum.
1: Yeah, this is an hour before I would normally wake up. So you guys are getting me up basically asleep. We're well, getting you at your but, best, then. But did That's you take great. into
0: account daylight savings time?
1: No, not in that statement. So, so you're up two hours before you would be away? Yeah. No, I'm, did
0: you get an extra no, hour? No,
1: I'm actually right up when I would be away. Oh, oh, well, in that case, you have no excuse. Yep. You better yep. liven up. Just, all right, well, in that case, how are you guys? Good.
0: Good, thank <laughs> you. And then last but certainly not least, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the pusher of buttons, Mr. Roger Castillo.
2: Greetings, everybody.
0: We are here today on over under fair to discuss Metallica. So, as per usual, we're going to go around the table and we're going to give our over under fair opinion on Metallica and then we're just going to probably jump right in, talk about some Metallica related stuff. I'll start with you, Jason. Where are you at on Metallica?
1: I stand by, I think that it's a uh, product more of the time and more of the fact that there was no other way to consume music in that era other than purchasing, so I think they're overrated on that principle alone
0: so overrated
1: because they're, I don't think they would have been as successful in an era where there was competitors they just didn't they they're they're
3: I'll give them credit for being creators, but overrated
0: so overrated as far as, yeah. Dan
3: I'm gonna start by saying I came into this wanting to think they were overrated I I was never a huge fan uh, you know growing up in the time where Metallica would have been something you kind of held on to like as a disaffected young man mm-hmm. that was never never a band I went to you know my my disaffected youth was a bit more alternative I guess with your right. nirvanas and your Seattle scene but I, I I did a lot of studying for this episode man I, I plowed through that discography hit, yeah. into this heading into the show and uh I'm coming away with a different opinion but we'll we'll go into that as we get through.
0: Burning question. You plowed through the discography, but did you listen to, like, the expanded, like, albums, the, like, deluxe box? <laughs> Who has <sets>?
3: the time? <laughs> some of them, I made time for some of it, yeah. The like,
0: 54 song albums?
3: I went through, uh, like, Garage Inc. and listened to some of the songs that weren't originally released on it, like, as a pressing, and I actually listened to Garage Inc., period. I don't think I ever listened to the whole thing yeah. aside from a couple of songs. I was just because she and Lacey and I
1: were talking about this, what, Sunday, where like you go to kill them all on Spotify and they're like oh there's the
3: 13 track version the 20 track version
1: and <laughs> then the 78 track <laughs> extended play No
3: I, I took a I took a gander at like some demos and stuff Is that what yeah. you talking about Yeah like I yeah. I didn't spend too much time there because that's not really what we're talking yeah. about necessarily but I did I I gave it a listen and again I'm surprised where I ended up with this but I'll I'll let you continue
0: I am of the opinion and first let me just start by saying that um Metallica was a band that I was exposed to very early on in my life not in, not in their you know career because they they
3: came around <laughs> they predate date you a little bit they
0: came around a few years before I was born but um, f- my first exposure to Metallica was the video for one and I would have been about three years old when it was I a
3: lot of people's out. first exposure they get, yeah, yeah it's, it's held in pretty good regards still yeah. the video and, yeah
0: I mean, not only that, but I just didn't. I mean, I was three. You know, I didn't have a lot of access to speed metal at the time. Uh, As most
3: three year olds do, right?
0: (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. Like, MTV was pretty much all I had. But I credit, I have an affinity for Metallica because I credit them with kind of making me realize really early on in my life that, like, aggressive music was something that I really, really enjoyed. So that's kind of where I'm at with Metallica. I think that in terms of what they've done for heavy music moving forward that they are actually in this day and age very underrated. I don't I think a lot of people look at Metallica's later body of work and think that that kind of I think they kind of take too much stock in it, and they they think that Metallica is a band that, since they've kind of devolved over the years, that says a lot about what they are as a band. But I think if you look at their early body of work and what they went through as a band and how they kind of came out of it, and I think that I actually think that Metallica is a very underrated band.
2: I will agree with you on that, Lacey, because the the appreciation I have for Metallica now is the fact that they were able to from 80, was it 84? They have that, like, 84 to 90, 95, they have that legacy still intact, even with all the stuff that's changed, the St. Anger album and everything, they came out looking like kind of the elders a little bit, and while Jason says that, okay, it's a product of no competition, I think they are really underrated, I completely agree with you, they're underrated in the sense that kind of the trend they sent for every other band after that, uh, that preceded them, that were actually
1: Possibly, arguably, better.
0: Okay,
1: yeah. I mean, I think that some of my opinion might be jaded because I came in and that sort of, you know, we're gonna sing every song era right. of Metallica, and it was like, right, right. Well, these guys suck, and I am gonna go listen to Lincoln Park because I am so cool. <laughs>
3: but you, <laughs> you know, could've, you could have picked a better example.
1: <laughs> no, I mean that's the point. Though, that's that what it was. It, I know. I it, know. It, it skewed me away from them. I never got the chance to like them when I was more open to liking a band you know the older i get the more it's just like yeah this is good and i can understand that it's objectively good but it's not for me and when i look at this you know you go back to you know kill them all and ride the lighting were the the two i spent the most time on personally because they're they're fun like it's you genuinely hear the fun and a little bit of the anger that they're conveying at the time and uh uh what's the song is it uh anesthesia yep is that the one with the bass intro. That song is amazing That song is like I, I listened to that song Maybe 15 times this week That song I could listen to Over and over yeah, again Yeah 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 But The later and later I get into the albums I'm like I'm skipping songs, doing even for the show, and I'm like, I gotta do this for the show, and I'm like, no, nope, fuck that, I don't care, because this is really bad. I don't, I just can't do it, it. Got
3: tough. I was saying before we started, Saint Anger was not a fun re-listen for me. No, I had a lot of, I had a lot of problems,
1: especially because in like OS three, I love that album for some <laughs> weird reason. Like
0: before we get a little bit, before we get ahead of ourselves, I do, if you guys don't mind, we'll the chronology. Kinda, I want to kind of dial it back a little bit to back when Metallica first kind of came into the limelight set um, the scene for us Lacey. let's set the scene well it was a dark and stormy night no it wasn't <laughs> i literally don't know i wasn't born yet um
3: unless you were just lying and you were a time lord and you actually were coming up with them as they were oh a
0: thing God, that, i listen i'm gonna be real with you i'm here arguing <laughs> I'm in lord. favor of metallica but if i was a time lord there'd be a couple of other artists that <laughs> i would follow around before <laughs> them yeah that makes sense uh but yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that was like a what and could have started, been sigh there. <laughs> I was like, oh, shout uh, out David Bowie, who I'm that's who I thought I was sure I was like... actually was a time warp. Oh, I thought you were
3: going with like Saxon. <laughs> so, <laughs> no something yeah. closer to Metallica. No, no, no. Robert Johnson.
0: Um <laughs> So Metallica is formed in nineteen eighty one, uh, with its original lineup which is Lars Ulrich, James Hatfield, Dave Mustaine of Megadeth, and their original bass player. Ron McGovney, not Cliff Burton. Um, they they put out an album. They put out their first album. Uh, well, first first they replace they replace Ron McGovney after putting out a demo with Cliff Burton. Um, they bring Cliff Burton into the band on the condition that they have to move out to San Diego, to which they do, and that's when Kill 'Em All comes out. Kill 'Em All is Metallica's debut album, and it's. It's vintage Metallica. It's exactly what you want from Metallica. It's exactly what Metallica is known for.
1: Should be um, should should have stayed.
0: So this is the album with it's got Whiplash on it. Seek and Destroy. Um, that anesthesia that you're talking about.
1: Yeah, that song's awesome.
0: Um, it's got the song Hit the Lights, which is um, which is the song that they put out on their demo when they were first their first incarnation. Um so all in all in my opinion this is a perfect for the time when I mean nineteen eighty three you think back what was going on in nineteen eighty three in terms of like rock music, it was all like the hair metal and shit. Garnage. And Metallica is nothing like that. Yeah. But I wanted to touch on this because for you to say that they had no competition at the time, I mean Anthrax was around, you know. There was there was a lot going on in that, you know california metal scene slayers maybe. coming
3: around slayers
0: coming around exactly there was thrash was just, thrash was there
3: yeah
1: i don't know i guess i just kind of what i view as no competition is like 10 to 10 to 12 bands where now you know you get into a genre of any sort and there's 15 of even the most sub genres and then there's universal access to all of it then it was 10 to 12 bands that were able to get an album released which is the only way you have access to it
3: and i was going to say kind of to back up your point i think i knew what you meant when you're saying like no competition because it this isn't a scene that was burgeoning like on the cusp of pop culture relevance well, you know what i mean like yeah. this is this is a pretty localized thing yeah. and When you say they have no competition, it's because they became the first band that really got popular out of it. And then for a couple of years, they had a leg up on, like, Megadeth, who we haven't mentioned yet, but that's, you know, they're not here yet. And, you know, your Slayers and your Anthraxes. Like, Metallica became a name. And then they have a few years pretty much untouched where they're like the face of metal before metal becomes like really metal. So Mm -hmm. in that aspect, yeah, they had no competition, but there were, there were many other bands around that were kind of staking claims to being like, you know, the, you know, most metal ass band, you know what I mean? And Metallica did well to serve themselves though. In the first, the first, you know, the formative years of their, their production, they you know they they earned it like i i think the reason they made a distinction amongst other bands of that ilk is because they really <sighs> were
1: that good they were good at that time i will admit that yeah that wasn't to discredit them it was just more to say that like i think it attributes to the immediate rise in popularity when you have a band that is competent and good enough And as soon as they cross the threshold, that's all
3: you need. But that's a credit to them, though, Like I I think. If if, if we're going to argue that they're overrated, I think the the credit to them is that they made the rating, like that they they set the template.
1: Right, but I would also make the argument that because music wasn't as available as it is now, there is no template, there is no credit, there is no uh, standard set at that time. Yeah. So the standard could be set at anything. They could have been garbage. There's no way for us to have known at the time because...
3: People were buying it. Go and, ahead. And certainly not with the help of Metallica, who definitely did not want music to be readily available. Right. So I'm sure we'll get to that. Later. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh.
0: I just think, I don't know, I none of us were really around at that time, like, being consumers, obviously. True, but, yeah. I
3: See, mean... I was a really hip newborn, man. <laughs>
0: I kind of just feel like like you look at, like, 1983, and you think of...
3: The year I was born. Shout out.
0: Shout out, Dave Rildan. Uh, so, in addition to being Dave Dan's birth year, 1983, I mean, you have to think, people were consuming music in different ways. I think there was a probably a, a lot more of a thriving live scene back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, for
3: sure. That was like oh, that part yeah. of the only way you could see it or hear a band. Well, let me ask you this, Lacey. With
2: 1983, you look at L.A. always kind of set the tone for everything. And you look at Motley Crue, which was completely different from Metallica. Because people always try to put the L.A. music scene, which is why Metallica went to San Diego or the San, mm-hmm. San Francisco area. Do you think that had anything to do with their... The push because <clears throat> Molly Cruz classified as that kind of genre early on because that first me- if you look at looks the, if you look at that album the reason why I'm doing the comparison is because in order to make it out there you had to be in L A mm-hmm. and Metallica kind of bucked the trend do, do you think they bucked the trend by doing that
0: I don't think they bucked the trend I think they went to a place that appreciated metal as it. I, I don't want to say as it should be because I. I that's what I mean. I am one person who honestly I'm so overwhelmed when it comes to subgenres and things right. like that. I can't hear. Right. But if you if you listen to like Motley Crue and what was it around back then right. Rat Poison, and all X, those hair yeah. metal bands, yeah, they they're not as they're not nearly polished as, as heavy. No, As, they were too polished. They that, were too that polished. was too the, polished. They were more polished. Yeah, they were yeah. polished. They were wearing spandex. They were wearing. It was a lot Metallica of image. Was it was a lot of gravitas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it, Metallica came on the scene and they were like, "We're going to play fast. We're going to play hard." You know what I mean? Blasting drums. None of this <laughs> bullshit. And they went to a place that a pre- they had a better and more thriving, like, without thrash scene. You know, you know the like, other thing, the thrash I li- and the like, speed metal and.
1: The other thing I like about those first two albums is that. uh James is lead singer, if I'm blanking. Uh, Yeah, yeah. James sort of knew his place on those first two albums because, (laughs) like, the microphone is apparently across the room because he's just like, "What are you gonna do?" And then the music is like, (laughs) "It is literally he is like."
0: It does sound like he's like way in the back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going.
1: And then you're the fire with the (laughs) lightning. Like it is all the music. It is. They want you to pay attention to the fact they're just going to your ears with their instruments and it's a
3: learning process too right no but I mean, that's good though i know i agree yeah but he, <laughs> like i want that fully, again he's not fully cognizant yet of like oh man people actually kind of want to hear me sing too <laughs> like I, i'm cool with this music stuff and i'd rather have him listen to me playing guitar but you know it turns out that bands need a face so <laughs> at a certain guess. point he's gonna figure that out oh, but- hey, my mic is dead
2: no, I turned down your mic because you were blaring the red. <laughs>
3: yes, let's talk. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk t- about the doing mic
0: a James Hetfield impersonation yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then without he was just, actually standing on the other side of the room. God, yeah. rookie move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, then he was just like, "Well, I'm going to spend the next five albums just destroying any credibility I had as a vocalist." Oh, come on, now
3: are I mean, we? Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead.
0: I really, I don't think that James Hetfield was ever any sort of like vocalist to be you know fond upon i mean he did what he did what he needed to do on those records which was you yeah. know stuff like that which but i mean did is he really somebody that we think of when we think of like power powerful vocalists somebody who's really got the pipes
1: i don't think no, of and him and go ahead that's the detriment of the band right there i disagree I think it's the
3: ultimate downfall, personally, because... I totally disagree.
1: Well, the instruments are so great,
3: and he's just so bad. No, that's that's the thing. I think that because of the distinction of a vocalist like James Hetfield, that makes the sound of that band much more... Like it catches your ear a lot better, and James Hatfield is playing to the strength of the band by being as over the top as he can be. Sometimes, right? You know yeah, what I mean? I like, I it was a voice that only would fit a band like that. Like, he's not gonna front, you know, the Foo Fighters or something. <laughs> right. Like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. He can play with those guys, and that's fine. He's a competent guitarist, but that his vocal is his his vocalizations are totally suited to a sound that that man has right. and i think it really enhances the overall metallica experience because i i'm not gonna defend james hetfield and say he's like my favorite singer or anything but i can say that when you think of metallica one of the first things i think of is james hetfield just ooh, yeah like <laughs> yeah. That, that gets <laughs> yeah. me ready like I'm, all right i'm gonna get my ass rocked off now like yeah. and i'm totally cool with that
0: i mean that's true yeah it definitely fits it definitely i think it definitely fits what they're doing but like I said, I mean it's if somebody was to try to ask me to like name some top vocalists in rock, I wouldn't be like, "Well, James Hetfield, you know."
3: I don't I don't know, man. I mean, if we're it, it depends on how you're defining of what a vocalist is. Like you saying like, "Oh, the clarity of his voice and the purity of it and the the beauty of his words and stuff like that." Like, yeah, James Hetfield's not making that list. But if you're like, "Name the it's like the twenty best rock front men, James Hetfield's on my list, you like, think so yeah. absolutely
0: front man though, yeah, see I'll but take, that's part I'll, of it I'll being a vocalist
3: man. is part of that, and the way he vocalizes what he sings, how he sings it, how he presents what the the conduit vocally through that band is him, and he's really good at it for that band,
0: yeah, for that band, yes, no, I will agree with you on that, and I'll agree that he's probably one of the better front man,
3: yeah he's he's good, man, yeah, he, I mean he does
0: what he does, he's. You know, he's know, arguably the, the only
1: only one of the band that I like. I feel like I would enjoy as a person, probably because he,
0: James Hetfield.
1: Yeah, because if you look at a, the later studio footage, mm-hmm. like he's the only one going. Can we just record this song, please? And then like Lars is just losing his mind, missing cues, and Kirk's off in the corner noodling on a new solo. And then James is like, guys, seriously, we have like an album. I'd really like to record. And is that cool? No, okay, that's fine. I'll just be over here writing songs that will be hits. Right, right. That's fine. No, go ahead, Lars. Yeah, yeah nope. Napster and everything. Yeah, and He's we're gonna, yeah.
3: And and you know as. As also a songwriter, like he he's got to get a little bit of credit. Like I, I, was, know that. I was, I was astonished that I knew as many Metallica songs as I did when I was going through this mm-hmm. listening to him, and I liked as many as I did when I went and listened to it. Like you forget, yeah. I forget. Like No Leaf Clover, that song's great. Oh, yeah, I that, hadn't heard that song in, like fifteen years. I
0: actually really loved that whole album. I totally it's forgot. To honest, I was
3: like, oh the, yeah, this is a great song. The Symphony, Yeah, man. And like yeah. I was astonished that I was enjoying as many of the songs as I was enjoying as we were, as I was going through this, and that's a credit. That's a credit to that band for having forgotten hits that were still hits you know what i mean
0: yeah that's one of those albums that you when it came out i think a lot of people were like the fuck is this metallica with a symphony orchestra behind it but like now i go back and i listen to it i'm like oh my god for whom the bell toes this song is fucking lit with a symphony behind it are you kidding me come on give it to me more you know what i mean it's awesome there was
3: yeah i agree there's to an extent like half of that is kind of bad like The master of puppets on S and M is awful because he just has the the crowd sing the entire song. Right, right, right. There's there's points where he's just kind of mailing it in, but you know you're a legacy band at that point. You kind of get the power to do that. But it that we'll talk about S and M later. I'm sure, but like you know I'll save some of the points for that. But that at at that time, speaking lyrically though, by the way, really quick,
1: I wanted to add, add that dude
3: was one of those guys who. I remember
1: the first time I was exposed to Metallica was like, Nothing Else Matters, I think. And I was like, Mm -hmm. man, what a sad song. I wonder what he lost. That's really horrible. (laughs) It it was their instruments. Right. Yeah, they, they got robbed of their instruments. This is a millionaire writing a depressing, like, almost suicidal song about losing a guitar and yes, a but, couple of amps but when Somebody, you,
3: when you from that from the perspective though, when that song was written they weren't millionaires like not it's quite on the at black that point. Album. that was what made them millionaires was the black album <laughs> well yeah okay they're at least hundred thousandaires yeah. well
0: to be fair after ride the lightning they were they were really they were playing a lot in everywhere, Europe.
2: yeah. That
3: doesn't mean that they're immediately successful. Like, that's a lot of stuff you have to take into consideration. Right, but the black Touring album expenses, is Touring like expenses, your family. Yeah,
0: no, you're totally right. Um, which is, th- while yeah. we're on the subject.
2: Uh... Sorry, that was James that was feels Jean- 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 saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Roger. Yes it was. That was uh while we're on the subject of Between Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets, I think I've actually forgot to mention, I think anybody who knows anything about Metallica knows that Dave Mustaine was not in the band for very long. They obviously replaced him um back like way like right before Kill 'Em All with Kirk Hammett, who ends up being you know the current. He's still the current. guitar Yeah, player. yeah so and better than Dave Mustaine. Um,
3: don't don't say that to Dave Mustaine. Yeah. He's, oh, no he's, shit, still he's still salty about the whole is, album
0: about. Yeah, him. he is still still a salty. <laughs> and no one will
1: buy it or care. Dude, Megadeth has a giant <laughs> a giant yeah. current pair career. To and make that's Alabama. one of those things. <laughs> is, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's <laughs> what funny least we're gonna make the same thing again. Okay, cool.
0: It's funny that we are. You know. We're having this conversation now because just a couple of weeks ago, I was list- I was overhearing a couple of people at work who were arguing over the whole who's better, Megadeth or Metallica. That That's that argument is that
3: even an argument? Yeah, yeah it's like, a
0: debate. Uh, well, it was a debate in like it's
3: 1991. It's
0: apparently it's still a debate. It's still between-
3: raging hot debate in this <laughs> in our 25
0: years later. <laughs>
2: yeah, hot take.
0: Uh, yeah. But anyway, people so,
3: argue over anything in 2016.
0: Metallica starts to pick up some steam between Ride the Lightning and Master the of Puppets. For the they're, show. they're doing a lot. Li- <laughs> yeah, I know. People arguing about shit. <laughs> that's so dumb. Thanks that, for listening. That's
1: the joke. So here's my
0: opinion. <laughs> yeah. uh, they start to do like, their first major tours in Europe. They're picking up steam. Um, and 1986 rolls around, Master of Puppets comes out. And during that time, I want to say it was in Sweden. Um, is when they have the bus accident that kills cliff burton mm-hmm. um dave was talking about how like bands back then didn't have a lot of money they, or well they didn't have a lot of money back then
3: no they did which not. is
0: funny because i was actually just w- watching an interview where they were talking about how cliff burton died and apparently their tour bus was just like a regular bus with windows that they would rip the seats out of put bunks in it and put plywood over the windows mm-hmm. so, yeah and
3: then it's a quote-unquote tour bus yeah
0: and that's how cliff burton went out the window and got pinned under the bus was he went yeah. through a window that wouldn't otherwise be there if it was Ooh. a tour bus of wow. 2016
1: yeah, this is like saw his legs moving <clears or something throat> that. yeah like, yeah, the yeah was, half of him was pinned under the bus yep. yeah
0: and then they tried to lift it up and then the the crane dropped it again
1: oh i didn't know that part
0: according to like an interview i watched with a guy oh that's rough so i don't know um yeah so cliff burton uh who you know played what three four metallic three metallic albums been there almost since the beginning um is killed and that's when they bring in jason newstead um Fun fun thing that I learned while I was researching this is that Les Claypool auditioned for Metallica.
3: Oh, that's one of the best stories. Yeah. It's,
0: it's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard, that Les Claypool of Primus.
3: He was buddies with Kirk Hammett. Yeah, they were
0: friends, and he auditioned, and they were just like, you know what, you're good, but... Go do your own thing. <laughs> just yes, just yeah. fine. Because then Primus happened. So,
3: and where would we be without Primus? <laughs> exactly. Ugh,
0: Primus sucks. Place.
3: No, we'd be in a much worse place.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Agree to disagree. Ugh. That's coming up next show. week. Over a Fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Primus.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So, Master of Puppets comes out. Probably, uh, you know, they're still on fire. They're still making great records and at close and close together to each other too. It's two years after Ride the Lightning.
1: Yeah. Eighty three, eighty four, eighty six.
0: Yeah, eighty three, eighty four, yeah, cr- eighty six. They're cranking it out. They're and cranking them out, and they're cranking out good ones. I, w- I, I want. to take I the opportunity. Born
1: in Master of Puppets,
3: I was gonna say I want to take the opportunity. That's my to uh, say, sign. Yeah, I want to take the opportunity to say Master of Puppets is awesome. Still awesome. Will oh, it's be great. Awesome. It's, it's probably
0: what is it? I think this is that's the one that people widely regard as like one of their their best albums. It's, it's
3: incredible. The T shirt that you see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. It is that's the T shirt. You hundred see the all the T shirts, but you definitely see that. Yeah, the white crosses. Oh, god. Yeah. Yeah, Master of Puppets is amazing.
1: Every metal show I see a Master of Puppets T shirt. Yeah. 100%. There's a reason for that. It's still good.
0: Yeah, yeah it's still. It's a, it's
1: a guarantee that you will see that that shirt. And I saw it Sunday at uh... Mushroomhead. Yeah, thank you. Wow, <laughs> I wasn't even there. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> but you know
1: that ma- that Master see-
0: of Puppets shirt was. And we got
1: to see very very disturbed.
0: Very very disturbed. Yes, <laughs> it was a
1: disturbed knockoff but It was great. Sunflower uh, Dead.
0: So Master of Puppets comes out widely regarded as being one of their best records. And then a couple years later, nineteen eighty eight, and Justice for All, which is, you know, another awesome Metallica record.
1: In my opinion, the best one.
0: You, you, Injustice for All is your favorite.
1: Yeah, I, I love that album.
0: I have to say, it's probably one of my favorites too. This is this is where I first become exposed to Metallica, um, and they come out. Let's see. 91 is the black album which is another awesome one. Every
1: song is a single.
0: Yeah, every song is a single on the black album.
3: And see this is And one is now a movie. This is where but this is where my introduction to Metallica happens, right? Cuz I'm I'm what, 9, like, you know, 10 area mm-hmm and uh i don't really know much about metal and you know no one my age really does we're all still kind of whatever we hear is what we hear i and, do and I've then been listening
0: to metallica since i was three but we haven't met yet yeah Carry that's
3: on. true <laughs> yeah again people that i had met but then you know we all watched mtv and that was the mtv album like every like Jason said every single song was a single and everything had a had an appearance everywhere like i must have seen that Enter Sandman video about eight trillion times, and th- started to like it less and less every single time I heard it. And I was like, "Well, if this is what Metallica is, I don't know why everybody cares so much because this is kind of lame." Like it was, it felt like like they were in on the joke, but it kind of felt like they were trying too hard, in my estimation, as a precocious ten year old. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't really something that I gravitated to early on because I didn't, I didn't really get it. Like it was loud and kind of fast but if you compare it to what they did before that it's such a departure like it was a commercially engineered album yeah. you know what i mean, I mean literally I mean, the
1: sellout album right history, it's, yeah. and
3: people still are like you know that that is a metallica sold out like i maybe i think they saw it a little later on here like coming up but if no, you're gonna use that kind of term failed, yeah. i don't use that term because i think it's retarded like yeah, but, yeah, everybody yeah. wants to be famous like you start doing this to become popular like don't lie. You want people to hear your music. And in what form you want it distributed, that's up to you. Do you want to be mega famous or do you want to be like kind of famous? That's fine. But you know, to say that Metallica sold out by making an album that was commercially appeasable to more than just the super hardcore fan base that they had is mean. Like they, they had a sound. They had gotten pretty far with it. And then they just... Tweaked it enough to where there were more people you'd probably interest with it, and then more people liked it. Like but tiki, it was the right call.
1: But did you mean took the beat per minute and cut them in half?
3: Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I mean did. you weren't you weren't going to be able to put you weren't going to be able to have ride the lightning be like commercially viable oh. in that in that era. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like no. it's it's just not you know.
0: Yeah. And it, this sorry no I'm I'm good I'm good. Um, this honestly like the black album is what I think. I think this is the beginning of the downfall of Metallica.
1: This I, is where I, I come in.
0: I really like the Black Album. I do. I think it's a good record. But I think at this point, this is where Metallica starts doing those crazy tours. They did that tour with Guns N' Roses. That was mm, yeah. Bananas, you know, two giant, the most popular rock bands in the world headlining a tour together. Um, and th- this is where I think Metallica begins to fall because they be they start to become rock stars. Instead of being metal musicians who are putting out, you know, good hard heavy metal albums, they start to become big, giant rock stars. And this is where I think the fall of Metallica begins is with the black the
3: album. The fall into what though?
0: Into dog shit. Into
1: perpetually okay. trying to create the black album again.
3: I don't think that's fair, though. I don't
0: think I, that's I true. I don't think
1: that's fair. No, I, I do because every song, especially in latter day Metallica, is always trying to be the biggest thing you've ever heard in your life.
3: Yeah, well, so is so are songs by bands like you too, and they're still phenomenally famous and regarded well enough by the people that like them. We're not. I'm. I'm coming at this from the perspective that Metallica, while very influential in their early days, would not have gone to any peak further than where they were if they wouldn't have done enough to modify what they were doing. I didn't like it when I first heard it initially, but going back with age and like listening to all early Metallica stuff cuz again, I came to this really late. Like I didn't start listening to early Metallica until I was in my 20s. So all the perception I have of Metallica is Same born way. in 1991 and carried on with me through that part. And yes, it is not as good as the original output. But I think it's unfair on my end to say that it gets worse. It got different and it wasn't necessarily bad it was just it was such a departure from early metallica that i'm i understand why people would be upset with it but it's not all bad but you know
0: no i agree and that's i'm i'm kind of i shouldn't say dog shit because i'm coming at it kind of from the same angle as you are and Let's talk about St. Anger, because that... Are we
3: going to jump? No,
0: we are wait, jumping. I'm sorry. <laughs> reload, load, reload. reload.
3: We got to talk about the loads. The loads. <laughs> they have to be spoken of. The loads.
0: I'm sorry, I totally <laughs> just blocked it out of my mind for some reason. And I'm about to tell you how much I like these records, because I actually do. I actually really like Load and Reload. I do. Jason's... Got this look on his face, like... I
1: I got this look on my face, like, I kind of just skipped over them when I was... I listened to them, but I just...
0: Did you not, like... God, I know it was, like, 96, 97, but were you not hearing them when they were, like, out? No, I was 10. Oh, right. I was listening to
1: Savage Garden. Oh. Like, I wasn't... I didn't get tuned into music as <laughs> Don't,
3: You can laugh. He's still listening to Savage Garden. Yeah, no. he, he rides for Savage Garden. It's yeah, cool, but, man. Respect.
1: No, I I didn't like tune into like any kind of heavy music until like I was like, I want to say almost fourteen or fifteen. I'm waiting for the Roxette reference. That's what I was waiting
2: for. <laughs> yeah, the what? <laughs> Roxette reference. You like Australian Powered couples, so I yeah, figured that. No, that
1: man's awful. Um, but same old. <laughs> Uh, no, it wasn't until I heard uh, I think it was Dry Cell That I started listening to like heavier music And even then they're just kind of a whiny new metal band And that was what you know, skewed, Scared me that way Why do I sound like I'm across the room? It's weird You're fine yeah, okay. oh, just the headphones. Up you're
0: still doing that Hetfield impersonation.
1: Oh, I'm not trying to. He never got out of it. Yeah. He never came out of it. <laughs> yeah, I he's doing the whole show like this. Roger,
0: uh, Jason's going to yeah. do the whole yeah. podcast <laughs> <laughs> across the room, going
1: yeah. Roger just hooks up an amp next to another mic and is just constantly <laughs> playing louder than me.
0: <laughs> like, well, I really think that. So. I think that the second Metallica. Home. Um, I really I like the loads. Honestly, they they. <laughs> the <loads>? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this
1: is. Never a more Lacey sentence.
0: What was there, like five years between the Black album and Load? Practically, yeah. Yeah. From all the touring. They toured
3: the world. Yeah, they toured everywhere
0: three times you know <laughs> uh with like eight different support acts so um and then load came out and i remember that was the time when like they had cut their hair at that point yeah.
3: that's that is the sellout metallica in yeah. my mind quote unquote the sellout metallica when they're like no now that we are rock stars we need to look like rock stars but they already looked like rock stars they were a yeah. bunch of you know long-haired scraggly dudes like that's rock and roll in my mind right. but the you know commercially presentable you know perception of a rock star is going to have you look a little a little more clean and that's what they did i mean look it it works really well for Hatfield because he was balding and still had that mullet yeah. kind of, and that yeah, looked that really. Was, it, was a bad was a look. look. Skull. Yeah. So yeah, he he pulls. He he needed the like the makeover. Everybody else, whatever. I don't care. But again, he's the front of the band. The guy should look presentable. I'm Do just. You
1: saying. ever wonder if like how that happened? Like if they were like one person arrived to the studio and he was like, Hey, okay, well I got my haircut. I hope I'm guessing the first one here is going to look at me.
3: I like-, like Lars walks in and he's like. Hey. i like that when when you do like when you're doing Hatfield as a speaker he's like a like a canadian man <laughs> like, oh guys you know i'm in the studio writing these songs and i uh, really and then you know then yeah coming in the mic Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, and, then, you
1: know, and then like each one of them just arrives afterwards like hey, you, okay?
0: <laughs> you too, huh? okay we're all dads now like, sweet yeah they all took some time off <laughs> got haircuts Showed up at the studio and well, seen each like a other. Bunch in of years hockey time.
1: players oh, now,
2: But with Ricks, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah or did, did they shit. do it? Yeah. Did they do it like together? Did they make the collective decision? All right, right? guys, like, there like, it's, all
3: right, it's school picture day. We have to make <laughs> yeah. Monta- it's a montage day. picture day. Yep. <laughs>
0: I of d- Which of the Load albums was it? Was it Load or Reload that had them all sitting on around a table on the back cover it was the back cover of the record and they know. were smoking Cuban cigars. I
3: never had the albums, I only know the front covers, so yeah, I'm, i am not know that, that cool. Spotify, yeah. uh, that is the that would be Load.
0: Yeah, that was the one where they they all had like they're all smoking cigars and they had like like fedoras and shit. Yep. Yep oh, I gotta yeah. see this. I gotta that's see the this. picture. That's not the one, but that's from the f- same photo shoot, so I don't. Dis- i got
2: the when
0: way. a lot of people look back on these. I think these records, if I remember correctly, were received pretty well when they came out. Yeah, but well, when, I mean, when people, critically yeah. enough,
3: but yeah. everyone bought them. They they have a streak like that was on that was I think they were the first band to do it they had five or six albums enter at number one on the billboard charts consecutively and this is in the 90s when that actually meant something yeah when people were buying hundreds Rockies of thousands stuff, of albums yeah. every week that they were released and like that's that's no small feat like they were enormous and yeah like these albums did really well and they're not awful like i went back and listened to them and was like yeah some of these songs aren't great but dude like uh, Hero of the Day is a pretty good song. Mm. King Nothing is a much better song than I remember. Like Load ended up being way better than I thought it was. Yeah. Like on this yeah. listen, like twenty years away from it, you know. And maybe I was maybe I judge them too harshly. Like it's it's not my favorite thing. And a lot of the songs end up sounding kind of samey between the yeah. two albums. But they were recorded like around. I think a lot of the stuff that was on Reload was recorded during Load sessions. Yeah. So they have a they have a similar kind of feel, you know. But that's that's not necessarily to their detriment. They're, they're better than I remembered them being. I will give them that credit. They weren't great, but they were certainly better. Until It Sleeps is a really good song, in my opinion. I don't love Until It Sleeps. That song kind of puts me to sleep. <laughs> even on the- I am the it in that song, Maybe, maybe, it's,
2: maybe it's a video where Lars making this stupid face when he's drunk. Yeah, that
3: is, yeah. That's, I don't even remember the video whole to that.
0: But yeah. Reload is the album that gave us fuel. Which and God bless inter- gave us so many great meals.
3: <laughs> isn't Fuel still giving us so many things? Like pumping
0: engines. It's, it really <laughs> is.
3: It's, it's, if, well, if I'm gonna stand here and like, bizarre, guys. if I'm gonna stand here and be completely honest, like, yes, I think Master of Puppets is like my favorite Metallica album. Yes, I think.
1: Give me fuel, give me Fog give me that which I desire.
3: I think there are much better songs. Like there are much better songs than Fuel. But if you say Dave, go put Metallica on a jukebox. The first song I'm gonna play is Fuel. Like I can't, I can't escape that Yeah, it's yeah. uh it's a bonafide rock classic. I, I don't care. And it gives you I a boner, will fight You, you.
1: said bonafide and boner classic
3: too? Absolutely.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, that's I'm- I am
3: hard right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is too is that like I, I'm sort of remembering being 10 and 11 and like 96 97 is like when pop makes its big pushback to, like, the grunge era. Oh,
3: yeah, man. Boy bands.
1: So, yeah, boy bands. you got uh, Hanson coming off their big bop year. So, boy bands five. and girl groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I love that <laughs> song. Shut up. Anyways, uh, so I think this felt to me, like, I, I just, even on the real I'm like, they're really trying to pull in listeners. Like, their songs are just They didn't you know, have to pull in listeners, enough. No, I it. know. They're, they're, they're obviously selling records, but it's like... Rock has softened so much. Metal has softened so much at that time that that's not... I can't listen to it and be, like, in, except for that Fuel song. That song's always great for some reason. Yeah. I think it's the I Jabba Zah. I think the
2: era we graduated high school, unfortunately, everybody talks about great, like, oh, what was the songs you you graduated with? In 99, I'm like, fuck. All-boy <laughs> bands, and I'm like... My, my, my high school era did not end well. It started that... Sync era so unfortunately, i don't know about you too but
0: met- well, that was one of those times where like good shit was there but you really had to dig yeah. and know where to look
3: to yeah, get it. it was a little harder yeah. but we're yeah. saying this though we're saying this though in hind like with the benefit of hindsight where we can look back and be yeah. like oh no there was a lot of great shit happening in the late yeah. 90s the early yeah. 2000s but you didn't know it then yeah no like as a as a teenager you know in that time like i that was the the deepest peak of my listening to stuff that hadn't been popular in like 20 years mm-hmm. like i got way into Led up and i got way into pink floyd like that was that was like my classic rock burnout years even Damn, though oh i no. never smoked weed the
1: pink floyd like, prism
3: shirt on. yeah no i did i did, 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 did. Really? Yeah, i had i had yeah. well i had the yeah. wall black light poster oh my like God. i was hardcore man like and you're not even a stoner nope <laughs> like, <laughs> but that didn't matter though because what i heard what i was being He's given was so like, terrible was so terrible that I was I just wholesale didn't want to listen to anything that I could hear. So I had to just listen to stuff that everybody else already knew. I don't blame you. I think the number one song in '96 or '97 was Aqua. So, well, I mean, we're not talking we're not talking about '96 '97 because if we want to get we want to go there, you know, Jewel's around. So obviously she yeah, has. That's the best true. Songs, yeah. No, not
1: not quality. I'm talking and, and about Jewel. most
3: popular. I think it's that Jewel
1: was very popular. But in I think it's that Barbie Girl or like Blue. <laughs> I like Eiffel 65 like it was a garbage time for pop excuse music excuse
0: me no pop classics oh okay <laughs> but this Barbie is Barbie like, girl is the shit As blue I can do without but if I put my hand up on your hip you can dip I can dip and we can dip that's all I'm saying
3: oh okay I, I was gonna say yeah we're gonna I can defend Aqua too like as a band I actually still kind of enjoy like I can name like 6 or 7 Aqua songs if you really want to test me cuz I have I, their, I had their first I'm album pass but get back to Metallica. But yeah, like, that's that's what I was going to say <laughs> though. Like it actually speaks to the strength of this band being able to be as popular as they were in this time because people could have just checked out like there was enough garbage around, and everybody was kind of migrating around that garbage that it was way easier to lose focus of a band that was still out there selling millions of albums around the world, touring the world crisscross, crisscross. Like, it's Metallica, and it's like U2. And those are the only bands at that time that were doing what they were doing as, like, rock acts. And Metallica is. Much more like a band like U two at this point than they are like Anthrax, you know what I mean? Because they're on they're on equal yeah, footing Pantera, with a band like yeah. that, right? You know, and Pantera and bands of that ilk, like as great as they were, they were never Metallica, and I think part of that reason is because as much as we want to write some of this stuff off during this period. It's good enough to sustain on it. Like, they're not bad now. I I don't know. I, just, now I think it's, it,
1: I think it, it's it, kind of like the 2012 Yankees. Like, you <coughs> still have a good roster. You did some good things with that roster. But you're just not what you were. And it's just kind of sad to see. I
3: just was... Eh. I'm not there with them yet. At this point in time, I'm not there. Like, if I'm going back and looking at it, the the mid-90s, I'm still like, all right, I can see this. Metallica is viable. But, yeah. And, I you and who sorry.
0: else was around? I mean, besides... Like, who else that was like Metallica, that was like a hard rock band, was around in like 96, 97. Pantera. I mean, I know this is the... <laughs> Pantera. <laughs> I know this is the time that kind of like Marilyn Manson starts to show up.
3: Creeping around, yeah, yeah.
0: he's creeping around. He's not quite... And that's
3: not... Yeah, but they're not... Rob Zombie. They're not part and parcel the same, though. Rob Zombie right. is too, but it's yeah. it's a different sound. It's weirder, and has like more, yeah. you know, a different undertones. You know what I mean? But it's, see, it's hard, I guess. Tour. Like that's... Yeah, 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 that's closer. But. Yeah.
0: I know like Aerosmith had put out that they had
3: just pushed play a come out around yeah. then, right? Yeah, and, uh, so they were kind of a. around.
0: I think Rolling Stones put out a new album around then too. With the that Headless with that album. real <laughs> that weird song with the video with the lady was really tall.
3: Oh, that was that's Love is Strong. That's that's a few years before this. That's the is early nineties. That's Voodoo it Lounge. 90? Yeah. Yep. Nineteen ninety two Voodoo of? Lounge, I think. 92, 93.
0: But Did they put out an album in the late 90s, the Stones? Probably.
3: yeah. <laughs> they, they have a whole lot of, there's a whole, I have oversight over that, where I just forget that the Rolling Stones made music after the 90s, because it's none of it's good, but <laughs> uh, you
0: know,
3: I'm sure that'll offend somebody, but you're wrong. It's all terrible after like 1982, but anyway. Two
0: weeks on Over so, Under Fair. Back, yeah, back to the Rolling okay. Stones. Oh, so, 98 is when S&M comes out, and I think we Properly, I conveyed how I feel about that record. I like it. I really do. I'm sorry. I think some of the live performances from like James Hetfield, like you said, kind of fall short with like the whole audience participation. I think he's he's struggling
3: through parts. Yeah, and he is. He's still at a show. Like I know that you can't just be out there growling Mm -hmm. every single time. You you gotta take a break every now and then. But it it delivers in some aspects. Like some things are great, and some of it just kind of isn't great. I think the stuff. What they were doing with uh, Michael Kamen doing that for mm-hmm. them, like it works better for the newer material. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like "Hero of the Day," as I mentioned before, is a song I really like a lot, and I think that the S and M version is spectacular. So, like newer Metallica sounds much more
0: memory built remains. for that. Yeah, I love yeah. the S and M version. Absolutely,
3: memory was. remains is great, and then but the the older the older Metallica stuff, like trying to be retread with S and M, just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Like I don't think much of it. Much of it can stand on that.
0: I would agree with that. I would think, yeah, you're you're correct on that one. But I do, I do love that record. I think this is around the time people kind of started to side-eye Metallica, though. A
3: it was a bit. big weird do, thing do you at the time. Think so yeah, because yeah,
0: it was definitely really weird at the time. Because it was '98. Let's see when. Oh, We didn't really start to see the rise of bands that were doing the whole like fusion thing, like rock bands, until a couple years later. And I'm talking about like corn Yeah, I knew what you were talking about and Limp Biscuit and crap like that where they're they're doing the whole rap metal thing and you start to feel like the like rock bands are just fusing genres to kind of do something new but i mean 98 that was a couple of years before that started to happen
3: it's around though yeah it's around it's, it's but there. it's not it is it, it it's time. not
0: at the height of popularity right. at this point
3: and that's like, actually makes this a kind of a cool thing in a way like it was definitely very like but yeah but in a way that now is like kind of respectable like you could have easily went a different route with that and i'm, I'm i want to say i'm just going to give them credit for this without actually knowing that they assessed the situation and were like well everybody's doing like harder weird edgy stuff with djs and like rapping like why don't we just use a giant band like why don't we (laughs) assemble an orchestra because that would be the complete antithesis of what is popular and it was but it works in a lot of ways
0: fair enough yeah if we cut to uh, a couple years later in 2000 this is when i think the kind of public opinion of Metallica and I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't say the public opinion of Metallica because I'm sure if you just ask like the average like casual rock music listener off the street what they think of Metallica the the opinion would probably be favorable because if you ask the average like person what you know what do you think of Metallica they're going to think of their hits right they're going to think of the stuff that's good and out there Um, but this is where I think like music fans start to kind of turn on Metallica, and it's with the whole Napster thing. Um, I mean, let's see, I'm not sure exactly what song it was, but I know it was a song that was supposed to be released with the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack, ironically mm-hmm. enough. Um, and it got leaked on Napster. It was, uh,
3: it was I Disappear. That was, was it? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, it gets leaked on Napster, the uh, band finds out about it. And they, in finding out about it, realized that their entire catalog of music is available on Napster for free, which, you know, that's how Napster was. You just go, you download it, and you download music. And when it, when it happened and when it came out, it was the best, you yeah, know? you
1: start a download on a Monday, and then
3: you come back three weeks later, and
0: you
1: have a song. <laughs> you, had, you, yeah.
0: had a song. Hey. you had a song. You a song, exactly. Um,
1: 28 kilobits?
3: But Napster is, though, Napster is when I became a music fan yeah. like that it was the gateway to so many things like true. even if it took me a week to get a whole album like by the end of that week like i kind of like parliament funkadelic you know yeah. what i mean like it was it was kind of a thing that i just didn't know was available to me that a whole world of music existed outside of what i actually knew about music i got a subscription to rolling stone then like mm. because i became interested and i started trying to get albums by bands i had never heard of and albums of genres that i never even cared about like who's lucinda williams i'm gonna listen to that like just the most random crap and napster was there and napster was amazing for that Thanks, Napster.
0: Before Napster, it was like, oh, I had saved up twenty dollars, you yeah. know, or twenty or fifteen or twenty dollars. <laughs> take
3: to my local Sam Goody. It,
0: yeah, <laughs> or,
2: or I would scam Columbia House and get the ten CDs for a penny and never pay. Yeah, that was my way of getting. You wouldn't some music. pay the penny. <laughs> No, I mean like when they're asking for the bill after like you know they get, they give you the send CDs and then they send the invoice. I'm like, sorry,
3: yeah. And then they like put out creditors on you because that's how that works. And yeah, that's but how they get yeah. You but then the they failed and closed But and then the they company. failed and close. So yeah, yeah, like if you. But then
0: Napster. Roger came Davis. <laughs> Roger right Davis
2: closed. was a guy who got quite a bit of a lot of CDs.
3: <laughs> Poor Roger, Roger Davis. <laughs> Roger <laughs> Davis, if you're listening, yeah, two
1: five seven two seven Stanford Street. <laughs> 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 Some dude's whole life is ruined. He's like, he's homeless, he's like living in a box. Like, he's living in a
3: <laughs> he's living in a Columbia House Records box that was sent with fifteen hundred CDs. You know it. what
2: I did though is I went to the yellow pages and looked up the name that came up the most. And I put, and then Roger Davis came up the most on the yellow page. So I'm like, that's going to be my secret name to get all these CDs.
1: My <laughs> secret name.
0: Why was I not as conniving as you as a kid? Oh my gosh. Because I, I couldn't going... afford
2: it. I couldn't go to Blockbuster Music on Michigan Avenue. Yeah. You guys I, remember I, that.
0: Yep.
3: Blockbuster music Yeah man yeah. I got Stone Temple Pilots Core there
2: Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got the, my, I got Four uh, squirrels there
0: Blockbuster yeah. music yeah. Whole music. celebrity skin yes. like, Day same, Yeah Yeah I got
3: that Same the company number, yeah. Yes yeah. Part Same of blockbuster thing Blockbuster yeah, It was, it was
0: yeah. Blockbuster Except it was a CD store And you could rent the CDs
3: no, no, he uh, just bought stuff. It was just it was the name. It was just they, the black because the name had cachet. Oh yeah, because they were <laughs> in, the biggest in, in the world. 1993 then, yeah. four. Yeah, yeah, like it was actually a thing.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I remember. I remember saving up like 1196 because that's what it cost for a CD at Target. It
3: was the weirdest numbers, right? Like, yeah, they, yeah, they, Eight, they did it in different places. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of sad that model went away because it was like yeah. the most bizarre. Well, pricing. yeah, it's
1: now an album is 1799 minimum yeah. if you want to buy a I I don't know. I mean, who buys albums, right? I do uh, every now and again. I'll buy one. Well, no. this is the thing
0: is, like Napster happens. they're all from
1: the mid '90s. <laughs> like, oh, hey, X on The ombre Just
0: like, like you, <laughs> just like you said, though, Dave. Like that's I downloaded crap that I never would have paid for because I was afraid. Like, what if I waste my money? Yep. Not liking it, and then I realize. Oh, hey! I do like this. This is something I should check out.
3: And you know what? Ironically, leads to this becoming a popular thing. It's Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. yeah. The Metallica suing this company blew up the the face of that company into becoming like an idea that other people wanted to replicate without without the same exactly. ramifications. And they
2: paid ninety four million dollars for Napster.
3: Ninety four million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Like it's.
0: Yeah. Somebody offered to buy Napster out for ninety four million dollars. Yeah. That's crazy. But.
3: On the strength of a Metallica lawsuit, like it's hard to imagine it now because we have things like like Spotify, Amazon Stream Music, Apple Music, Title. Like, yeah, there's there is a world of music at your fingertips for like fifteen dollars a month, right? And to think about it now is like, well, yeah, that totally makes sense. It's logical progression. It starts out free and then it ends up paid. But dude, you didn't know. You didn't know, man. Like, if people weren't there to live it, that was one hundred percent radical. Like the idea that we could just get music and i wasn't even aware of that shit as a teenager until metallica made me aware of it like i'm sure that was a, a, the the throughway for like millions of people into the idea like, well wait a minute, maybe I can actually just get this on a computer. You know, like we got yeah. a better computer. Like uh
0: everything's fast. Yeah, I mean
3: like I was like just begging my parents to get like faster internet connection. Like, yep. oh man, what if we paid for like a T one? Like just to, <laughs> so I could have seven my, thousand dollars a month at that yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. So I could have like my download speeds like, you know, decrease to the or increase to the point where I could get a song in maybe twenty minutes. Yeah. Like yeah, I, the yeah, the first thing I think I ever downloaded, like whole was Weezer's Blue album because yeah. I didn't have it and I'm pretty sure it took 2 days, but it was the greatest thing ever after it was completed and I was like I have to get faster internet. I have to have a better me, computer.
1: It was, was Chumbawamba's Tub something.
0: <laughs> the whole album? Yeah. Okay. This this <laughs> I'm just uh, yeah. asking. But, but this that's is, why but I was like, was Oh, was the like, song. No, we're talking about albums. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you downloaded that I whole did, record.
1: Yeah. I love
3: that album. And they, they did they did so much damage to their personal brand, which I hate using that word, but that's definitely true. Like as you said, like How dare you. if you ask like music fans what their opinion of Metallica is, this is what forms it, like now. And yeah. even now going forward, like they're still remembered. As the band that tried to kill free music, like yeah. you know, I mean, there there are other people there. Dr. Dre was there talking about Napster taking money, uh, taking food out of his kids' mouths, as if that was ever possible in any world. Yeah, and now Dr. Dre has like swindled billions of people into buying his stupid ass headphones. Like, yeah, his kids are his kids were always going to eat, guys. Yeah, but yeah, like it's hard to think of it. Metallica before this happens anymore because this is such a defining thing in their personal like you know presentation to the public. But man, it's it's amazing what they did for streaming music because without Metallica bringing all that attention to it, I don't know it would have happened as fast as it did. Yeah. It was actually,
1: the uh, South Park episode spoofing this that got me into yeah
3: the yeah music, yeah
1: where Lars was literally I think in that episode he's like going like house to house yeah he was. <laughs> which he like almost did at this yeah, point yeah. yeah he, he was he, yeah, and nobody was. He should have never been the voice of that band. The, <laughs> the
0: public way. was absolutely not on their side with this because I mean I no. know I remember no, the, cause the, cause the that video music awards yeah. that year. Yeah, they yeah. did like a skit where he came in and was like, "Oh, you guys are stealing my music." It was music. Sean, It was a Wayne. Was yeah, a Sean And they Marlon were trying Wayne. to be like cutesy about it, and then he came out to introduce a, a, like some band that was playing at the end, and everybody was just booing him. Yeah, he got booed mm-hmm. off. Stage. He got the boot off the stage because fuck you, you, you killed a good thing. You're, yeah. you're trying to kill a good thing but you and know we didn't know that at the
3: time won. they did ultimately they did win yeah. but it in a small in the very smallest of victories like they did get what they wanted out of it but look where we are now yeah like, and i i give so much credit to metallica for that like in its own way even if they were metallica yeah metallica not their intention. no not at all of course it wasn't their intention but you know I listened to all these Metallica albums this weekend on Spotify. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the truth. Which
0: I paid $10 for a month. Yep. I mean, I don't have to. I yeah. could, no, I could still listen to. to those records without the $10, right? Yeah. I, just could, I would just have to get my commercials. You have some ads. No, that's, that's I paid $10. That is like nothing. To me, that is like the greatest $10 I spend every yeah. month is my Spotify of subscription because I listen Metallica. to so much music.
1: That's the benefit of it. That's what, where I'll actually give them credit for is because. The free downloads for as great as they were for the time that they existed... I mean, I'm sure you guys remember. They were awful. No, the audio quality was like, terrible. It was, you'd get 96 kilobits per second. You'd get like, oh, hey, I'm going to download the new, whatever, Linkin Park album. And it's like U2's third album. And you're like, yep,
3: yep. Everything's labeled mislabeled. Some I dude was
1: like pitching his demo out with like, oh, this is a Dr. Dre album. Yeah, it's like yep. Steve the Rapper. And you're like, no, An- oh, this
3: is garbage. Another awesome byproduct of this is that during this time, because they were afraid that they would find music on your hard drive that had the names of those bands, they would just relabel all of the song titles and bands names yeah so i downloaded like the boodles white album you know what i mean like stuff like that and it's it's hilarious that's that's another thing i kind of miss was that the the file the file mislabeling made it made for some really fun stuff though like when you would find stuff like this is not what i wanted but it's not the worst thing i I ever ever." heard steve the rapper he was pretty good yeah 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 Yeah. the yeah the number seven were at symbols yeah Yeah. it was just like prince had retitled everything in the (laughs) catalog. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it was spectacular i yeah, missed that yeah. prince,
0: prince who effectively yeah, did keep his music yeah, off prince yeah. was like
3: the only one because you can't even get prince album like songs on youtube yeah no like, you can't even look at this a- hardcore yeah he yeah. uh
0: he he handled Rest that biz piece. uh so moving on from napster um Jason Newstead leaves the band in two thousand and one, and this is where I kind of raised an eyebrow when you said that James had, because to be honest, James Hetfield comes off as being a total douche canoe to me.
1: Yeah, same so, here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You were like, oh, he's the only one in the band I could like as a person. I know Jason Newstead had made a statement when he left the band that he was just leaving for like private and personal reasons, like kept it pr- pretty classy as far as I recall. And then I think it was James Hetfield who came out and was like, well, he wanted to. Re- he wanted to cut a, a record with his side project. He wanted to and, do other uh, stuff. Yeah, he wanted to do other stuff. Okay. And when, when you people wanna hear cu- his music. It's like it's like a it's like cheating on your wife when you uh <laughs> when you're you know, that takes away from Metallica. That takes away from the power of Metallica. And we told him he couldn't do that. So <laughs> he was just it, peaced out.
2: Was it correct me if I'm wrong? Was that towards after before he admitted that he was an alcoholic or after? Because I think that's they something that uh, they're close
3: to the same time. All right. Like you know yeah, yeah
0: yeah it's around the time I it's think, close enough to the same time where
3: we can just say it's the same time you know, i think uh
0: jason newstead left the band in early like right at the beginning of 2001 and it wasn't till like mid to late 2001 that james Hatfield went into rehab
3: yeah, yeah. and yeah. stayed
0: there for about six or so months um they got robert oh, I do not even Trugio. know how to tru-
3: trulio trulio
0: Trujillo, Tr- roman, roman reigns yeah yeah yeah, right, right. that guy. <laughs>
3: <He's insane>.
0: The <laughs> guy came as a replacement bass player, former member <laughs> <re> of <laughs> d- d- Suicide. tendencies. Yeah. yeah, shout out suicidal tendencies. Yeah, that's a band that I stuff. like. I, I, I like a band with, too, with yeah. a
1: microphone across the room. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and
0: that's, yeah, that's an. Stop with the thing watch out! I'm gonna come over.
1: Yeah, they, yeah. I never was a fan. thousand
0: three is when Saint Anger comes out. Yep. <sighs> Go ahead, Jason. <laughs>
1: Okay, look, at the time, I was at my worst in terms of taste. <laughs> at, at that time? <laughs> yeah, in 03. No, because I, I wasn't able to acknowledge that things were bad, but I liked them for being So bad.
3: when it comes to now, it just it just re-ups every year to where now is the worst time in your... In no, your, jokes aside, legit, like-,
1: like in 03, I thought this was the greatest song kidding, in I'm history. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like What is St. Anger Around his neck Is that like a, did, Is that a necklace I could get Why is there no snare I love it Oh my yeah, god what
0: is With the drums On this <laughs> that record that There's no snare It's like What is it A tom-tom no, all, yeah. all it is, I don't know Anything it, about it, no, drums it, Tell me It's a
1: snare With the chains removed
0: What's happening
3: though When I saw that When I saw <laughs> that live She looks genuinely concerned Someone please tell Lacey Where the drums went
1: They're right there He's using it Just Somebody it's the snare me. Without the Tell the, me drum
0: thing Without the wires Right it was, Roger, he's,
2: he's it, been, it was an interesting oh. seeing that live at the Silverdome, it was them. And here's the funny part about this. I remember show. you
3: going to that show, and this is how I know I remember hating Metallica, because when you told me, like, yeah, I'm going to see Metallica, and I laughed for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. When was this, this thing album? That tell I hated Metallica. this album so many. St.
0: Anger? Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. oh. So oh. this is my experience of St. Anger. It, what it was is I went with an ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. Larry in the <laughs> Shout out that's like, Larry in
3: yeah, the that's, yeah, that's, that's the
2: reason why you probably left for 15 minutes. Yeah, because that's part
3: of it. Yeah, that's part of it. But. And they tried to build a human pyramid in the mosh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, hashtag inside joke. But
2: the the reason why that, that show was terrible was, I mean, Lincoln Park opened for him and Limp Biscuit did. Oh, and was that the sanitarium tour? Yeah. Yep. Summer yeah. Sanitarium. Yeah. And silver that drum, 2003 And Lacey that drum Thing sounded terrible live because oh, yeah But it, it sounded and like And
0: on top of it You're in the Silver Dome Yeah, yeah, yeah Which was, was already Going to sound plus,
2: bad. plus it was 120 degrees In there It was like the middle It was Whoa. so hot It was in July <laughs> yeah, It was sweat I've never sweat so much In my entire life than That <laughs> show but that, Roger comes out looking like Robert Trio. Oh, pretty much essentially. <laughs> I fell
3: asleep so many times. Yeah. I passed out. Somehow I, his hair grows eight inches. I,
2: I kept passing out because I was like, dehydrated. It was so bad. Wait, but anyways. You
0: kept passing out? You yeah. passed out multiple times. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, this bit.
2: yeah. It wasn't like Roger Classic Fall Asleep, Roger. It was me passing out from you know from dehydration. It sucked. Anyways, it. the yeah. point I'm trying to make was the drumming part of that, Lacey, that whole album, it's just it sounded even worse than Silverdome because of the Silverdome but it just everybody that was his first show where everybody's like you're thinking like oh yeah it's metallica everybody's standing around going what the fuck is going on no one knew because the sound it sounded so bad it was like, like this dang 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 like yeah.
0: yeah it's weird
2: it was bad and
1: and snare could sound like they
2: just immediately immediately they didn't play a lot of this stuff off load or reload they didn't play anything off even ride the lightning it was bad, and it, it made me, it soured on Metallica for me for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it...
0: it. <laughs> I actually, so I saw Metallica live once in 1999 on New Year's Eve going into 2000. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, was like a, it was like a... up on St. when you It was a big deal show at the time. Uh, it was... Metallica, Ted Nugent, and Seven Dust.
3: That is an awesome one. Awesome what yeah. the hell show That's is spectacular. that? Spectacular.
0: And uh, I had an awesome time ringing in the new year with people that I will never see again in my life. Yeah, it's I don't even band. hang out with that girl anymore. Um, but yeah, what I mean, were those they, bands together—they were pretty good. I don't hang out with
3: those bands anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, me and
3: Seven Dust—we haven't spoken in years.
0: I know. <laughs> Which is a bummer. By the way, the,
3: the, the other thing about Saint Anger,
1: too—I remember. I remember even then was I was confused that like. It feels like they're trying to, quote
3: unquote, like get back to their roots. And that, that is the biggest problem with that element. But
1: I have to finish the thought because it's important to note that they're also mixing, like, new effects. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you have them doing the scream singing thing way off in the distance, but then every now and again you need to hear like, I push it out, I push it out, like right up in the microphone. Yeah, yeah. he
0: finally. realizes he can come close to the microphone but you
1: can't do both of those things like that's why that album is like looking at it now I'm like
0: what was wrong with
1: me
3: that album's a hot mess because he's
1: just you know he's doing the, the mic across the scene and then like mixing you can't Pick a team. Yeah, you're either quote unquote getting back quote unquote getting back to your roots, or you're fleshing
3: new things out like yeah. the snare and different voices. Yeah, I'm, and I'm not one to try to tell you that you can't do something different. Like I, I respect bands and they yeah. take chances. Like that's and a band like Metallica, you've gotten this far along. You're way deep into your career. You have nothing to prove to anybody. You know. Yeah. So if you want to take some chances and do some stuff, by all means, man. But when it's bad, I'm allowed to tell you it's bad. Yeah. And anger is <laughs> bad.
0: It is yeah. a bad album. And I'm my in. Not to defend the album at all, but I think my but here we go. <laughs> my opinion on what they were trying to do at the time was, I mean, it's two thousand three. You got to look at what's popular at the time, right? Like in terms of rock music, it's a lot of corn. You got your corn, you know. Let's see. I know. Uh, when did Rage Against the Machine break up?
3: A couple years before this. So they're 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 here though. Like, they're, they're still being mourned heavily. Yeah, they're there. Um. Audio Slave is showing up some Audio Slave's here now. Oh, man. Thank <laughs> O3? God for that. 03. Yeah. O two, O three. You wow. got a lot of like. I saw Audio Slave. You got a lot of like. They so had a couple of good ones. I know values. they were there.
0: You got a lot of like new metal stuff that's kind of popular around this time. So not, I was Slipped disturbed. On. Yeah. Disturbed, disturbed. All that stuff. Right in my wheelhouse. I yeah, kind of feel like. I'm at my prime. What Metallica <laughs> was doing at that time was attempting to evolve they were trying to be different they were trying to be new if you go back and listen because i listen to saint anger i listen to a part of it on my way here actually like that drum is real like it's like muted and bizarre i i don't know what's going on with it still it's just a
1: chain removed that's all it is five <laughs> minutes switch.
0: there's a chain
1: yeah there's a chain on the bottom of the snare it's because gives it the pop
0: oh i know what it is it's like a band right it yes. like lo- looks like a band like it's like flat Rectangle.
1: Uh, yeah, it's about yeah, like that. Depending, you can do increase width to right. make it poppier, and it's just like metal spirals.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: all you do is like well, the sound you're hearing is typically what they do to test the strength of a skin.
0: Oh, okay, so <laughs> Dave is like, "Fuck off, both what? of you."
3: No, I'm, I'm sorry, I have nothing to contribute to drum talk. I was just <laughs> I don't either. I'm I was being, waiting for us to get back to the. I'm show. being
0: educated, so um, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, whatever. It's weird, and I kind of, I kind of just feel like they tried to put out like almost like a new metal-ish album.
1: Well, then they definitely
0: missed the mark. Yeah, they missed yeah, the yeah. mark. I don't, well, yeah, I don't think Yeah,
3: because new it's metal, metal already anyway. sucks. So by trying to make something that sounds like shit, you just made but shit. But here's the
0: crazy fucking thing about this. This is the record that got them a fucking Grammy. Yeah, but the Grammys suck. Yeah, Grammys suck. Yeah, but at the same time, like... Jethro Tull won a Grammy. Yeah. They beat Metallica. I know. (laughs) Yeah, they ripped off the Grammy that Metallica actually should have had and gave it to Jethro Tull. Anyway. Yeah, this is... is not a
3: buck, bitch. Hey, man, nothing more metal than a flute. I mean, it's literally metal.
1: (laughs) This is the, uh... that, That has to be the, like... Yeah, okay, here's a Grammy. Grammy. That they, like, they,
0: it's like, like giving Leo an Oscar for the fucking rudeness. Yeah. Well, that was why I think was like
1: Facebook response. <laughs> but this one is like I feel like this one might be like the, like whoever the people are that decide this are like. Are they going to release
3: another album? We should throw them one,
1: right? Like,
3: it's kind of, I hate saying it like this, and I I don't actually mean this, but you could say it was like Bob Dylan winning album of the year when they thought he was going to die in 1997. Same thing. Same cause concept. Because he beat Radiohead's OK Computer. There We're are some people up. I know that would be very upset about that, but those people are wrong. Bob Dylan deserved that album. Time Out of Mind is great. Anyway, tangent.
0: OK Computer is a really great album, though.
3: We can have this conversation a different day. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: We'll flesh it out.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll flesh it out. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and honestly, this—you know what? When I was. Researching this show, I realized that I've literally never listened to a song off of Death Magnetic. Oh, yeah. don't even get yeah. like, started
1: on Death Magnetic.
0: And I had to go oh, back I and listen to it. So much. Do I you hate, hate it more than saying anger? My
1: heart? That album because I was working at Guitar Center at the time.
0: Okay, and so they were
3: paired with your Guitar perspective Center. is a little jaded. Holy like crap! It's
1: <laughs> like that's right on par with like Danger Zone and the Pantheon of songs and albums. Right, and right. Because I had to hear that like the 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 lead single like I think four hundred times a day. Because they were releasing the album through Guitar Center at the time.
0: I see. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, I wasn't working at Guitar Center at the time. <laughs> so
1: you probably appreciated it. Uh,
0: no. No. Okay. I literally just no, told you. No, she just I, said it. Was I she said it was garbage. I haven't listened to it at all. I don't think it was total garbage. I think it was a lot better than Sane Anger. Like, they at least were like, okay, let's calm the fuck down and put the <laughs> chain back on our Yeah, no,
3: it, it's, it's better than St. Anger. But
0: like, it's definitely not... It's not like a return to form or anything. It's it not. was as close
3: as a return to form as they were going to get at that time. Yeah. Though. So, like, it sounded more like Metallica. I was like, oh, yeah, Metallica.
0: I mean, that's, there's five years between St. Anger and Death Magnetic. And you can look... I mean, I wrote down, like, their discography, and you could see, like, all the things that they've released. I mean, there was five years between... S&M Saint Anger. Five years between Death Magnetic, and since then Metallica has basically become a band who releases, you know, DVDs and live
3: compilations,
0: compilations yeah. and things like that. Um, and in 2011, a weird collaboration with Lou Reed. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, which is one of those things
1: that, that I missed that
3: one.
0: That gives you the head tilt. It was Lulu. <laughs> it was weird as shit.
3: I listened to it then, just out of sheer morbid oh, curiosity. Yeah, curiosity.
0: Like when, I'm, not, when,
3: I'm not. I'm not a huge Lou Reed guy. I never have been, yeah. and I'm not a huge Metallica guy. But you just put two things that are so apart from each other hmm. together, and I was like, man, I kind of just want to know what it is. I was. I was wrong. I was so wrong to want know to know.
0: Yeah. yeah, I know. I did the same thing. I was like uh like it, i had read a headline that was like so metallica and lou reed just put out an album together and i was like
3: that's exactly how it Onion sounded too right the headline like, sounded exactly like that so metallica and lou reed put an album out together i had to like, check and you could see if hear i was the reading inflection. the inflection. Yeah, yeah right yeah what?
0: uh oh wait this is real so then i had to listen to it is and this isn't like, an snl skit <laughs> so sadly which the last album that lou reed puts out before his death oh, yeah. yeah bummer um yeah, so I mean, basically that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is pretty much the last thing Metallica really put out. The Until
3: last, now, they don't were inducted into
0: the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2009, mm-hmm. um, and as fate would have it, totally unbeknownst to me when bringing up this topic, they are putting out a record on the 18th of November, yeah, which man. is coming right up. Just a couple weeks before, a couple weeks after, we are. Recording this show. I did
1: sample that album a little bit. It is.
0: Did you Did you listen to the new song? I
1: did. I, Atlas there's, Rise. There's like two or three that are on Spotify. Right are they? Yeah.
3: I've only heard. Uh,
0: I've Atlas only heard Rise. the one. Yeah. Atlas Rise. I listened Rise.
1: to. Uh, okay. Well, again, have, have filled some time while I searched for this on my Spotify,
3: and I them. didn't hate it. Like I, I didn't. Hate I thought it, it, it was okay. It's not. You know, it's not the most wonderful song I've ever heard, but it really wasn't bad. Like I'm kind of interested just to, to see what the rest of this album sounds like on the strength of that song.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see in two weeks when it comes out. I, ca- I mean, I'll listen to it just to see, because um, yeah, like you said, the song. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It did seem like it was a little bit more like okay, let's dial it back. Yeah, so it's, it we are Metallica. Like, yeah, it's Metallica. Metallica. Like
3: I hear this, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Metallica. And yeah. you know, Hetfield's lost a little bit of dynamism. Like yeah. you know, but he's old now. Yeah, like, we they all are age.
0: reaching like retirement. Age. Yeah, they've been like, doing this for a long time. Yeah, it's 30
3: years from Master Puppets this year. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's. It's okay. Like, I'm not I'm not ready to say that I'm not going to like this. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah. I listened to
1: Hardwired, Moth Into Flame, and Atlas Rise, and was thoroughly unimpressed by all three.
3: I don't know. I kind of thought Atlas Rise was not the worst thing I've ever heard. And uh, enough to want, to, like I said, I have an interest in knowing what the rest of this is going to sound like. Because I think there's still a band capable of making good songs. Like, that song isn't great, but it's not bad. It certainly isn't bad. I've heard no, worse songs I'll say it's not bad. Recently.
1: It's just sort of there to me. Like, it's...
3: I don't know, but that I feel like that's a credit to a band that can go this long and still make songs that aren't bad. Like, if we are looking at artists as like commodities, right, everybody has a sell by date. It might be five years for a band. It might be fifty years for a band. Like there can only be so much creative energy in any one thing. like it's it's hard to do that. It's hard to replicate the same kind of success and the same kind of critical response for your entire career i mean you know there's only one bob dylan that's a cheap plug but whatever so but i'm just saying as an example like a bands that have managed to stay commercially and artistically relevant for such a long time metallica is one of the few bands that has managed to be decent to pretty good for the majority of their whole career like they have lulls they have missteps but people keep coming back because they're still good like they're not they're not bad enough where we can just write them off and they're not great enough for us to expect something better from them every single time like they're in a good niche where they're doing well with what they are now and i think that's a i think that's a strength
0: that is i mean my the way i look at metallica is i even even if i take into account sane anger and you know death magnetic and you know all the things that they did—that was kind of just if if so so. Even you know, I like the load and reload albums, but I know that they're not vintage Metallica. You know, they're they're pleasing enough to me to where I could listen to them and enjoy them, but I don't listen to them and enjoy them as much as I do. You know, like ride the lightning, kill 'em all, and stuff like that. Master of puppets. I think that Metallica, as musicians, like Dave said, have produced great things. They've produced. Okay, things and one album that was really bad. Um, But my reasoning for thinking that Metallica is kind of an underappreciated band in this day and age and underrated is you have to look at what they did for metal moving forward. You think about back in the 80s when, you know, when they were first kind of rising in popularity. I mean, there was nothing really like you. You you almost kind you almost kind of kind of said my point. There was no other competition. There was nothing really around. Um, I mean, nobody ever became as well known as Metallica from that niche there back in the like '80s speed metal. I mean, yeah, people know Slayer, but like my mom could probably sing you like five Metallica songs. My mom can't sing you one Slayer song. She might know Rain and Blood. I don't know. <laughs>
1: be kind of awesome she did actually
0: well i am her child so she kind of yeah, at some it. point she had to, she's, she's heard some shit um but well, what did you say this is
1: cannibal decapitation of horses or something cattle decapitation of <laughs> horses or something <laughs> <laughs>
0: She knows all my shit. She does. Oh, is this
1: that cattle decapitation man? I like those guys.
0: She's like catchy. (laughs) Those boys sound
1: fun. (laughs) 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 They
0: sound like such nice gentlemen. Um. Anyway, so creating a
1: running diesel. I just. I kind
0: of feel like Metallica is underappreciated for what they've done for metal moving forward. After you know, after they put out their big what three four albums that were like super awesome and well-regarded like i was actually watching a video um on youtube the other day and i'm not really sure where it came from but it was interviewing a bunch of like current like bands that are out there and kind of around now and they were saying like what was your first exposure to metal like 90 percent of them said metallica you have to think like for me somebody who's like way into metal and loves heavy music I was three years old when I first heard Metallica, and I distinctly, I still remember, I was sitting on a mattress on the living room floor, way too close to the TV, looking up at it, and I remember one of my cousins came over and was like, you should watch this video, you would probably like it.
3: Three-year-old child.
0: I think they were trying to scare me, (laughs) but what they did was, instead, I'm sitting there going, I do like this, this is really good, oh my god, I like this song, I want to hear it again, dad, Dad, look at this band. And my dad's going, Oh my God, what have I done with my child? Um.
1: You just pitched a really good movie. What? Like, like I don't know. It just super
3: like, cognizant three year old. No,
1: it sounds like the start of like a horror movie. Like they, they thought they were trying to scare you
3: but
0: they <laughs> awoke something. <laughs> in you it's right. much <laughs> the one happened. She just
3: murders people by like getting amped up to Metallica <laughs> She's like <laughs> yeah. the stab.
1: Was like Someone
3: took kill them all a little too seriously. God,
0: you guys are funny. I just, to me, I think that they are so influential that you have to take that into account, and. Those albums that they did put out were so good and so perfect for the time that you can almost turn your head at Sane Anger and whatever, Death Magnetic. And maybe who knows? This this next record will be awesome. Well,
1: see, I this is this is where I'll stick. Are we doing our votes right now? Because we're probably we're probably running down to the right point here.
3: where we're getting to I'm it. I'm yeah.
1: sticking one hundred percent to overrated because I'm looking at the whole career. And if it's a bar graph, it's just perpetually going down as far as I'm concerned. It's like you peaked on albums one and two as far as I'm concerned in a, from a metal perspective and they clearly created a sound that still exists in 2016 outside of their own albums. I mean, Limp Biscuit and Corn and Linkin Park and something not nothing disturbed, and all the things that I like obviously come from them. And I give them that credit. But I still think that if we're looking at them as a band i still think they're overrated because that bar graph just continuously drops it's okay. if you have to just accept a lower standard of quality and that for a band that was so good at some point that's not enough for me personally
0: so because they declined in quality
1: when they didn't need to you know what i mean like there's okay. because there's flashes on those later albums of what could have been mm-hmm. there's even on St Anger there's like Half a song that's okay. Somewhere in there. But they just never do
3: it. Dave? I get what you're saying. And I want to agree with you. I did. That was what I wanted to do. When I, I set out, like, my opinion was Metallica's overrated. And I listened, and I thought about it, and I put it in perspective of, like, now and then, and compared to now and then, what they were doing like against the bands that were doing the same thing or similar things. And... I really, really enjoyed going through all this twice. And some of this was new to me, too. Like, I hadn't listened to Death Magnetic ever, and it was okay. You're lucky. And I hadn't listened to St. Anger in a long time. It was still bad. But I came away with a new appreciation for this band that I did not have in in my entire life. Like, really. I'm I'm not about to, like, go start, like, I'm not going to go buy the Master Puppet shirt and start wearing it every day. <laughs> gonna I'm going to buy it but, for you. Would you but, buy it? Um, yeah, maybe. 3X. Okay. Um... I'm not saying that. That's I'm, I'm like you know I'm super hardcore, died in the wool Metallica fan now. But I definitely came way further along in how I felt about this man than I ever have in my life this weekend. Like just by pr- preparing for this talk, and I wanted to come in like, yeah, you know what? Saying the same thing. I don't. I'm not even disagreeing with you. Like. It's been diminishing returns, you know, from the start of the career to where we are now. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's that's gonna that works against them. I think for a band of this stature and this size, and what they were able to accomplish at such a young age in a in a climate where this music was not popular, you know, on a on a grand stage, in a, in a climate where it was kind of like working against you to make music that was this you know this localized something small like a small scale that they were able to make it both palatable and marketable to a point where like metal has become a real thing and like there's a lot of offshoots there's a lot of you know diversions you can take down that path but metallica kind of lays all of the, f- the groundwork for what is considered like popular metal mm-hmm. and that's not that's not a bad thing like a lot of bands use that as a stepping stone to become like well hey well we kind of sound like metallica like okay well let's give you money you know like that's that works out to something that I think they should be credited for, like giving eyes to a genre that didn't have it before they became really popular. So I think they're, I'm not going to go as far as to say they're underrated, because I, I understand what she's saying, like maybe they're not as appreciated now, but I think accurately Metallica is one of the biggest bands and it's deserved, so I'd say that they're fairly rated.
0: Okay. I think you guys know where I'm at on this one, Roger. He's been quiet, well, he's but he's the, he's
1: the tie-breaking vote, because you're under, f- fair, and over?
0: Yeah pressure's oh. on
2: i didn't start getting into metallica until probably the black album uh, that was my introduction and then i started re- listening right in lightning later on when i had an ex-girlfriend who was a big metallica fan uh St. anger did kill it for me that concert killed it for me but i listened to load and listened to reload and even the sympathy symph- symphony um album and all <sighs> lars killed it for me for a little while with his whining and his hair and everything, but if I look at their body of music and music, Metallica's one of those bands that, like Dave said, over the weekend, and even, I find myself listening to, like, load. I like that Load album a lot, I really do. Um, outside of that, you know, I think they're fairly rated. I think that the reason why they're not overrated to me is because they came in and did it on their own terms. Even the, the stuff of the 80s, was far different than anything on that LA scene. And the reason why I bring up the LA scene so much is because that LA scene sets the tone for music going forward. If you look at the early 80s with the New Wave and 79, 80 with Axe, Go Go Girls, that set the tone from 82 on in terms of popular music. Then the LA scene came out in 83, 84, that set the tone for 85 and what have you and all that. So the fact that they're able to break away, do it on their own terms, I have a lot of respect for them. I like their... The whole body of music outside of the you know, St. Anger album, which is terrible, um, I think they're fairly rated.
0: Okay, there you have it. Uh, final verdict, Metallica, fairly rated. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us here today, well, as always. For, thank you for
3: having thank me you. on um, the show we all host.
0: Yeah, on the show that we <laughs> all host. Well, thank you for tolerating my shit. Is what I'm saying.
1: What
3: are you talking about?
0: Oh, you know.
1: Oh no, you'll, you'll have to tolerate us later, specifically me. But go on. I've
0: been tolerating you guys for years. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so wait until we do a Linkin Park show. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> ladies and In gentlemen. In three years.
1: <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be way down the line. Right, if if right, you all. like it'll be after the Ramones or something.
0: <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, guys, check us out on Facebook at uh, we Over Under Fair. You can search. We're also on Twitter at Over Under Fair One Word. Um, Throw us some topics that you'd like to hear. We'd love to hear from you. What you'd like us to discuss? Some opinions.
2: I have the Podbeam beam all set, so I just have to edit the show, and I will be posting the Podbeam beam on Tuesday.
0: We're not live.
2: I no no, but I understand that. But when people, oh shit! It, find us on Podbeam, Find us on Stitchler. There's you can find those outlets for us. There we go. And iTunes. There we go. So
3: yeah, so you know if you wanna, uh, we'll take topics. Uh, if you have any feedback, please feel. The, feel free to share that with us we have a, a gmail account too uh over under fairpod at gmail.com so anything you want to send at us we are open to your criticisms and suggestions and, and you are and we love you and you are our only fans, so we will
1: answer
0: <laughs> roger castillo jason pinkham dave oldan my name is Lacey mcgraw i'm gonna go ahead and say good night sleep tight and have a wonderful day